0: This episode of the Cult Popshire podcast was brought to you by our Patreon. If you want to tell us which films we should watch, get up to two extra exclusive podcasts a month, give us something to talk about in the post-credits scene at the end of each episode, or join us for our monthly movie club Zoom call where we discuss a film together, then please consider joining the cult and donating at www.patreon.com.
1: So Christchurch, Richard, is in level three now, which is mean, means that Uber Eats has opened back up, mm-hmm. uh, and I was, I was going to Uber Eats some McDonald's at like midnight last night, but it was closed, I guess McDonald's just wasn't operating at midnight that night. Um, And I was looking for other places to order from, and I ended up finding a place called Daddy's Diner. And (laughs) I was like, what the hell is this? And you click on it, and it's like Cheerios and sauce combo. (laughs) It's like real, like, basic food. And some, some Uber Eats places do, like, buy one get one free which is like an insane deal for some places like Mm. you get like a a $13 burger for free and one of the things they were doing was uh, a cheeseburger combo buy one get one free and I was like god that's so much I was gonna I'm gonna get that including delivery it was $13 which is what I would comfortably pay for dinner Without Uber Eats, right? And it arrived and it was going to be the worst burger I've <laughs> ever eaten. It was so bad. I don't understand what Daddy's Diner is. It was this dry patty. Oh, my God. It was so disgusting. And I woke up today feeling very sick. <laughs> and that's my preamble for this episode. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um. It is worth pointing out just to anyone listening, uh, when you talk about... Cheerios with sauce. Um, Mm. I imagine you're not talking about the breakfast cereal, as probably a lot of people uh, might have thought. You're talking about uh, cocktail sausages, I believe, is what the rest of the world would call them.
1: Cheerios, cocktail weenies. (laughs) We call them
0: Cheerios. They're called Cheerios in New Zealand and Queensland, like, but not the rest of Australia, randomly.
1: There are bigger versions called Savaloys.
0: Yeah, Savaloys. You don't hear
1: Savaloys talked about a lot. You don't, it? hey. I, feel, I felt like people talked about Savaloys all the time when I was a kid.
0: Do you know what I feel like that about? Quicksand. Methylated spirits.
1: Ah, oh, yeah. <laughs> I like You know, smelt methylated spirits? Yeah, of course. It's got a thing in it which makes it smell bad. Yeah.
0: Uh, but like it, it, I feel like the only times in the last maybe 10 to 15 years the times I've like heard the terms myths or methylated spirits are only when I'm pointing out how I don't hear about it anymore. Wow. I feel like yeah, we I used to always have a bowl, of, a bottle of myths, you know? And, you know, if I swear mm. my, my, my parents would make me drink methylated spirits. Um, that's, <laughs> that's not true.
1: <laughs> you don't hear about any more Richard because you finally stopped drawing on the fucking walls, <laughs> so you don't need to clean it off with myths anymore. Yeah.
0: And also, and terps, Terp, turpentine is the oh, yeah. one. Terps, yeah. terps, and myths.
1: Yeah. Welcome to the Cold Poppy Podcast, everybody. My name is AJ, and over here is Richard. Um, and or this terps is and our myths, show.
0: as we're often called.
1: <laughs> yeah, bloody terps and myths.
0: <laughs> which, which one's worse?
1: yeah
0: <laughs> i reckon i'm Terps. i want to be turpentine turpentine yeah uh turban- okay. if turpentine wasn't like a solvent it would be or whatever it is it would be there'd be quite a beautiful girl's name mm. like like um so would chlamydia
1: yeah yeah if
0: it didn't have the connotations it already has they're both like Agreed. they're bo- removed from context they're both nice mm. words yeah but i'll be methylated spirits
1: what if those <laughs> words weren't weren't Hmm. what they mean. You know, what if... This is our show, everybody, where if you've been watching uh, Disney Plus at the moment, you may see that a new MCU, Marvel Cinematic Universe-based show is out called What If... Called
0: Monsters at Work.
1: <laughs> and uh, the the premise of What If, if you've never seen it, is basically it takes uh, stories you're familiar with from the MCU and says, what if this thing happened differently? It's not always as, like, butterfly effect I You know, I, when I first heard the show, I thought it would be stuff like... What if someone missed this crucial moment? Some of it's just like, Mm. what if this character was that character? And it's like, okay, I'll watch that as well. Yeah. Um. And it's animated, and they're about thirty minutes long or so. And we thought, what a what an interesting concept to apply to other uh, properties, other film franchises, other things like that. And so this episode, we're gonna, the episode's called "What If Other Franchises Did What Ifs?" And here's how it works, (laughs) Richard. Um. We put the call out to all our listeners to suggest some what ifs. And so we've compiled them um, and we picked the best ones to expand on ourselves. Uh, we're going to mention a lot of them, but certainly not all of them. very pleased to say we're at the point where we have enough feedback from fans now that we can just flagrantly ignore some suggestions that feels like most of them (laughs) probably most (laughs) suggestions um specifically i i i didn't add anything which was just hey what if the thing didn't happen like what if this character didn't do the inciting incident of the story like one of them was like what if harry potter didn't go to hogwarts and it's like well You'd have no story. And so oh, yeah. I I tried to like, like, A, like a that. good
0: what if would be like, yeah, what you did what if um Harry went to you know one of the other schools, like mm. um Victor Von Crum or Yeah Um with a Claudius. very low tom <laughs> <What laughs> <do you>, Harry, <laughs> Harry, <laughs> Harry mccleary
1: went to Victor Von Crum's school. <laughs> <laughs> right, New yeah, Zealand reference heavy <laughs> episode.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um yeah, I don't know if he went to um Fleur's school or whatever. Yeah, or, or you know, if what if what if Harry was it's sent to Soviet Russia, and you have a Harry Potter Red Sun situation, mm. or if you know if he's, if he's in America, even, but not just you know, what if what if Harry didn't go to Hogwarts? That's not a lot to go on. Mm. whoever suggested that
1: yeah fuck you so stop listening to the podcast (laughs) you're banned from the podcast so we have compiled we've each picked five that we liked and then there's also a few in which the person commenting did all the work for us so we're going to read out some of them uh and i've also got a couple that um we're just funny that we probably won't dwell on, but we're good jokes. So congratulations, yeah. everybody. You made some good jokes. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and so we're, we're going to cover a lot of them, but we will specifically be going into... Only a couple of of the ones that that were suggested. So I'll go first, Richard. And the first one that I want to expand on was from our Discord. Uh Doctor Barrel suggested, "What if Jack Sparrow stabbed the heart instead of getting Will to do it?" This is, of course, referring to Pirates of the Caribbean, where uh, Davy Jones's heart in the Dead Man's Chest. Um, if you stab the heart, you become you take over the role of Davy Jones. And in the is movie- this not in
0: the World's End?
1: It isn't, but it is the dead man's chest. It is the ah, dead man's chest in that world. Too season. confusing. Yeah. Uh, and, too confusing. And in the movie that uh, Will is dying, so they get him to stab it instead of Jack, who I think was planning yeah. to stab it. And so, what if Jack? Yeah, because well, because
0: the whole thing is Jack wants eternal life. and yeah. He he's been been searching for ways to become immortal the whole time. Yeah. Uh, but Will's about to die, so he says, "Well, all right, you be immortal because yeah. it's better than being dead."
1: Yeah. And in this version, I think um I. I'm going to say the another small thing I'm changing is he d- will doesn't stab the heart because he's not dying in this version. It's just everything goes according to plan and Jack gets to stab the heart and get what okay. he wants, all right? I
0: feel like that's a that's a massive Well, um, we're allowed to, to make those recontextualizations. No, that's
1: okay, it's okay. Um yeah. so chiefly I think this would give the franchise a more tangible way to go after at world's end something it has sorely lacked um since the, those original movies. Um, because I think there is way more meat on the bone of following Jack Sparrow as an immortal Davy Jones kind of figure, mm. right? Um, I think the reason we get this with Will instead in the actual movie is because he's probably not um, an engaging enough of a character to see him be, be Davy Jones. You see him as Davy Jones briefly in the fifth film, and it's sort of like, oh yeah, he's just doing the job um whereas the the kind of the the reason it works arguably for that movie is like we like the romance that will and elizabeth reunite every 10 years you know like that's that's what's what's attractive about it but i think you want to see jack as davy jones and here's what i think the 36 minute episode we'd see from this alternate universe would be about so um we would see Jack as Davy Jones maybe 10, 20 years after he stabbed the heart, um, and he's an experienced flying Dutchman captain, um, but uh, he he's diligent. He diligently ferries souls to the afterlife, which was Davy Jones's job, which he abandoned, and that's why he turned into a squid man. Um, hmm. And so... Uh, but but the, the problem with, with this version of Jack Sparrow diligently ferrying souls is that he's lost his mojo, a la Austin Powers 2. Um, we no longer recognise him as Jack Sparrow, the the, the quirky character that, that we all know and love. But now he's just a man doing his job, stripped of the rebellion, which defines the character. So I imagine it would, the episode would start with like, and now I'm going to be Davy Jones. And it'd be like, oh, this is so exciting. Like he's immortal. And then 20 years later, and he's just like, really sensible like you don't want to see a sensible
0: he's Jack's- like um bob parr at the start of the incredible
1: precisely precisely <laughs> um so he's just doing his job and um the story i think would involve jack discovering that his latest passenger to the afterworld is none other than elizabeth swan slash turner herself who drowned at sea by accident like tragic you know and um <coughs> uh <laughs> cut, i've written down cut down in the prime of her life i don't know how old she would be 20 years after um,
0: oh yeah she be like 30 or something she will be <laughs> well past her prime <laughs>
1: um, and so th- this Jack sort of sees this as an excuse to um to fully grapple with his midlife crisis and become who he wishes he still was right and so Jack right. would finally decide to return to his scallywag ways and uh, decides to cheat death and deliver Elizabeth back to Will in the land of the living so it's like we get we get to see jack be the dutchman we see that it's it doesn't work for him and and it's ruined his what what's so special about the character and then we get to see him do what i think is a um, very crucial component of jack sparrow's character which is do the right thing even though you're not expecting him to right the right thing being cheating death in this case and saving elizabeth and taking her back to will so that's what i think what if jack stabbed the heart instead of will would be
0: and would this be like a musical or
1: no i'm sorry i haven't i haven't written any songs for it i'm surprised no one said what if parts of the caribbean was a musical
0: <laughs> well what do you know what that would sound like mm. that's true uh all right you what's the next one there we got
1: So this one um, was from, this was suggested by Scott Curry on Facebook, and he said, what if Scar actually turned out to be a more effective and popular leader than Mufasa? And he actually expanded on this, and here's what he said. Um... He said, I'm going to dismantle this, this is him, I think, speaking as Scar, I'm going to dismantle this archaic monarchist institution and transform all the lands the light touches into a democratic realm with meaningful representation for all species. Also, we're going to have a truth and reconciliation panel regarding the past crimes of hyenas because, you know, they're just trying to survive like the rest of us. Hashtag ScarConda forever. Um, And... I, yeah, I think that is, that is you know, a lot of these what if stories, including the actual ones from Marvel, are like exploring these, not plot holes, but like plot discrepancies or plot issues that people have had for years. And I think mm. exploring like, what if Scar was democratically elected is, is like maybe <laughs> a, a good, because, you know, one of the big critiques of the Lion King these days is that it's like weirdly weirdly in favor of of like just no no you're only good if you're assigned good when you're you're born into wealth yeah, yeah. you know um, although so, yeah. I think
0: maybe the um uh Steve McQueen's um uh you know prequel will take a look at that.
1: Oh that's a good point. No it's Barry Barry Jenkins sorry. Yeah Jenkins. yeah I forgot about that um, completely. Yeah yeah
0: um they've actually they just they just recently in the last week have cast uh, Mufasa and Taka. Um who's uh what scars was called uh, before right. he was um named Scar before he got the big fucking nice. scar.
1: <laughs> Doesn't Taka mean like garbage?
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um all right, so this one comes to us from Ben Clark on Facebook. Um Ben Close, I believe. Uh he likes to spell his name in in a fun way. Who said, What if Marty got sent back to December 25th, 0000? um because uh there is a moment in the original back to the future where um he's skipping through the dates It's how he ends up back in 1955 is because doc is punching in a bunch of different dates and so this one i like that it's like yeah the the thing could have malfunctioned and showed december 25th Mm. zero bc um instead so this is like a, a you know one of those fun kind of ones So, this is what happened. So, Marty would crash into the barn at the back of the inn, which is, of course, located in Hill Valley. (laughs) So, and it's just as Jesus's mum comes to deliver the man himself. The innkeeper's like, Well, I would have let you stay in the barn, but look what's just happened. Mm. So, Jesus's mum is forced to give birth in the back of the DeLorean with Marty's assistance. Um, They decide to name the baby after Marty, who normally gives a fake name, but since he's not talking to any McFly ancestors, he doesn't think to give a fake name. Um, Due to his help, they name the baby Marty, (laughs) Um, and it's wrapped in his, his iconic orange puffer vest. Nice. Marty returns to the future, where he is heralded as the second coming of Christ Due to his name, the way he dresses, and the fact that he appears out of nowhere in a Delorean, which obviously <laughs> is this massive part of historical. Yeah, it's like um, part of yeah. part
1: of the Bible now. Is like, he, like, yeah. like, like, but it's like they don't know what a Delorean is, so they write yeah, it, it. It's a and, DMC like, Delorean. Yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> that, that, written in the Bible as like something you could like scholars maybe think was a delorean
0: <laughs> yeah yeah it's, it's described as a spaceship as a um an mm. aircraft without any wings <laughs> looks like it yeah that's so uh, good yeah all right that's mine
1: nice well uh zek from uh southeast england and dr barrel both on discord um suggested uh both what if Airbud could talk and what if air buddies couldn't talk so that was that was a funny one i feel so patronizing because i'm being patronizing um and tom Tom katsumi on discord suggested what if kermit never got his memory back or found by the other muppets in the muppets take manhattan um which you know do you want to live in a world richard where kermit never got his memory back is that the the world you want to live in no will that play into um 9-11 not happening Because we find out in one of the straight-to-DVD Muppet movies that if Kermit wasn't born... The Christmas one. Yeah, the Twin Towers are still standing in 2002. So if he forgets pre-9-11, if he forgets who he is, does he still make 9-11 happen?
0: Hmm
1: these questions that think. that keep me up at night um <laughs> uh Zek from south england also on discord suggested um what if anakin stopped palpatine from killing mace windu and i've expanded on this um so what if what if anakin from yeah. star wars revenge of the sith stopped palpatine from killing samuel jackson's mace windu um and this is one of those a couple of these aren't the same template as what if because a couple of these are like i've gone into like real world ramifications instead of like a fictional story yeah i've got one that's entirely yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. So let's say that for that most of Revenge of the Sith and Star Wars plays out mostly the same. The only difference is Mace Window is like explicitly shown to survive being Mace thrown window. out. Mace Window <laughs> 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 been thrown <laughs> out the window, um, or or he's not thrown out at all. Maybe Anakin saves him or whatever. Um, what I think this would actually result in would be the live action Star Wars universe being resurrected a lot earlier. Than the Force mm. Awakens because I think they would go. We've got Samuel Jackson and he likes the role. He's got a role. purple lightsaber. He's got a purple lightsaber. Lightsaber. Um, so I think Samuel Jackson. Uh, Samuel Jackson led Mace Windu trilogy would be peddled out in the following years after 2005 when Revenge of the Sith came out, um, depicting him as hiding away as one of the last Jedi. I could even see Samuel Jackson opting to direct, a la Stallone and Rocky, like he really like takes ownership of this has he directed before I don't know but I'm just creating a fictional world where I get to say what happens. Um, no. However, if a new Mace Windu movie came out every two to three years after *Avenger: of the Sith, this would clash with the Disney acquisition in 2012, and the Mace Windu series would be deemed as part of the Legends canon, causing a rift between Disney fans, Disney and and the fans of the Windu series, and Jackson himself, leading Jackson to drop out of his role as Nick Fury in the MCU, which is owned by Disney, in protest he would be like no yeah. you're decanon you're decanonizing i was gonna do a voice but i probably shouldn't but he'd get mad at them decanonizing his mace windu movies and be like well i'm not gonna be nick fury then and then we wouldn't have nick fury in the mcu and i don't know what happens after that but that's my idea
0: would um would the fans of the mace windu trilogy um in this universe would they call themselves windies when
1: absolutely windy 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 fans Windus. yeah
0: my Jones. <laughs>
1: Yeah, so that is uh what if Anakin Stop Palpatine killing Mace Windu. Um Rob T on the Discord suggested uh what if Anne Lewis became Robocop, referring to a franchise um I only really remember feeling sad about when we recorded the episode on it. So I'm gonna just gonna read what his comment says verbatim, because it's it's very good. And Rob T also shared a link to like a what if Mad Max story that he uh, wrote in the Discord as well. So here's what he's written for: What if Ann Lewis became RoboCop instead of Alex Murphy? Um, so he says, after new boy Alex Murphy is taken out by the gang, they spot Lewis maiming her in much the same way as Murphy from the original film. Murphy dies at the scene before backup arrives, and Lewis is the one used as the basis of RoboCop. Dick Jones, furious that he has been usurped not only by the success of the program but the public's re- revulsion at the use of a woman for such a purpose, is forced to attempt. To terminate the project by having Robocop defeated on the street, while Bob Morton and his team try to turn the public perception around. Um, uh, after Jones attempted assassination of Mor- after the Jones attempted of, of assassination of Morton is foiled, Jones is fired be- and becomes unhinged, forcing Morton's team to meld him neurally with ED two hundred nine. Um, I'm hoping you're remembering. Uh, Robocop because I don't remember any of this. none characters. of this
0: at all is really
1: um, any <laughs> Lewis, meanwhile has flashes of her former life and becomes aware that the only way to solve her plight is to prove OCP corrupt and remove them she gains evidence of Jones using criminals to manipulate the OCP contract on law enforcement forcing the old man to make a deal with the devil and the newly cyborg Jones who kills Bodicker and his gang to prevent them from being used as witnesses in the final showdown Robocop is able to transmit the evidence but it remains unclear if she would survive after she finally destroys Jones. Thank you for that very extensive comment, Rob. And I'm sorry, I didn't quite—I don't quite remember
0: Robocop to
1: be able to expand on it anymore.
0: But thank you for your comment. Yeah. All right. Uh, I guess it's my turn. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, my next one is: What if Harry Potter was sorted into Slytherin? Mm. So this is one that I—it's—it's it's such a good suggestion. and It's another one of those like if they were making a what yep. if. Harry Potter this would absolutely be one
1: this was suggested by Scott Curry on Facebook by
0: the way oh yes thank you so but it's one that I'm I'm probably not the best person to to do it but it Mm. felt it it felt like one of the ones that should be expanded Mm -hmm. upon so i had a few like different i've written one but then there's also a few other like different ideas i had so harry's very impressionable at the start of that first book and movie and he only really dislikes draco because he's told to by ron Mm -hmm. and i think that had he sat with draco on the train rather than ron he absolutely would have (laughs) <laughs> you know a bit, like hated the Gryffindors like mm. he would have gone and be like yeah Gryffindors all stuck up and um I, I don't know necessarily he would have looked down on Ron too much having come from like you know relative poverty himself but I think that mm. a lot of Gryffindor does come from privilege and I think that you know they, they would play into that aspect of him to bring him on their side mm. so I think um then you know him joining Slytherin the Slytherins, you know, probably would have gravitated towards the famous Harry Potter, and I think Draco wouldn't have enjoyed the status he, you know, thinks he rightly deserves yeah. and has in in the the books and and the movies anyway. And so, I think we still would have had quite a strong. Draco-Harry rivalry, but it would have been exacerbated by being in the same house, if anything.
1: And Ron's just not a character in the book. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. But then without Ron and Hermione, Harry wouldn't stumble upon Fluffy um, and wouldn't stop Quirrell slash Voldemort from getting the stone. But I think due to Dumbledore having cast spells on it in the Mirror of Erised, uh, nothing much would, like Voldemort wouldn't really get much more power out of it. Mm-hmm. But... Uh, obviously this would end when uh during the Wizard tournament harry wouldn't receive any help and would die um so that's where the story ends
1: <laughs> so i like that i like how this version acknowledges the osh nightmare that the triwizard tournament is and why <laughs> yeah. why would a school put this on for its students with where they could actually die if not given proper help mm. i think goblet of fire is so stupid for that reason like it's my what, favorite one but but they could so they could so clearly. Just get killed really easily, and the rest mm. of the books are about the teachers trying to make sure that the kids like don't get killed. Here's the Triwizard yeah. Tournament.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, yes. Yeah, so Sirius would die in the third one because he wouldn't be friends with Hermione to use the Time Turner. Mm-hmm. The Order of the Phoenix wouldn't come back. I also just debunked this, but I said that because without the Marauders' map, um, because he was he's not friends with uh, Fred and George. Peter Pettigrew wouldn't have revealed his true self and brought Voldemort back to life. But mm-hmm. then she said that he probably still would have just run off and done it on the side. Mm. But, yeah, I mean, there's a few different ways. to But, yeah, I just, I, I'd just just fucking die in the Dry Wizard Tournament in the Goblet <laughs> of Fire.
1: Nice. Cool. Over on Twitter, at Now Tyler. time for some silly ones.
0: Let's do a fun <laughs> one. Everybody say, smelly undies. Did you remember that guy yeah, yeah remember that that one guy that would take all the photos the school photographer i yeah. you, I, I think i've felt like that that's actually like write in and let us know but the the like the school photographer cliche of just being like a fucking tool um and calling everyone weird names is like a universal constant it's not just this one dude because there is definitely just like one dude in Christchurch that would do it (laughs) and he'd be like all right Captain Cornflake you're up there in the front and there was this one because the the, um, the two tallest people in our class they get to stand together um one was like this this jock real tall kind of um lanky but kind of buff guy and the other one was this like you know quite overweight girl and the guy was like, all right, spaghetti, meatball, you guys are up at the back. God, and I was no. like, I cannot believe he said that. Yeah. Uh, but then, you know, to always be like, all right, now, all right, everyone say cheese. And they like, all right, everyone, now we'll do a silly one. Everyone say uh, crusty undies. <laughs> which is also a horrific thing to get a group of kids to say. But yeah, let us know if the-, um, <coughs> the- Skill photographer guy was also a massive tool where you're from.
1: <laughs> I remember him making us say, bogeys are delicious. That was the one. Oh, I yeah, remember.
0: yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Okay, ty- at Tyler underscore me, Tyler CA on uh, Twitter. This is our friend Tyler Braley. He tweeted, uh, What if Metallica broke up at the end of some kind of monster? And then added, If you haven't seen it or don't give a shit about Metallica, please disregard. Okay, I will disregard. <laughs> <laughs> uh and we also got uh vinnie unit one horny jail warden on discord hey vincent he said what if there was a rule that said a dog can't play basketball <laughs> so we're getting a lot of our earbud what ifs <laughs> in here a franchise didn't die in dire need of uh what ifs um but the next one that i want to expand upon is mike noise on discord said what if the canister of dino dna that newman stole in jurassic park actually played out as an interesting subplot in later films um and and so I've reworded this into what the episode would be called instead of uh, that quite snarky <laughs> critical take, um, <laughs> which is what if the canister of dino DNA, um, what, well, what if what if Nedry actually managed to escape with the dino DNA, right? Yeah. So um, first of all, I agree, Mike, it is crazy that this is in, in the five preceding films has not been like no one's done anything with the corporate espionage plot of the first jurassic Uh, i think
0: you use proceeding wrong there
1: i apologize kill me now
0: subsequent films Uh, but uh, although yeah because and and it is interesting because spielberg has said i put that in there because i assumed that's what they would want for a sequel Mm. um and then they wrote a fucking godzilla ripoff instead but um Although oh, the, the guy, the buyer, is coming back in Dominion. Dodgson. Dodgson. we
1: got Dodgson um, here. But, but seen, played by cares. a different person. Oh, because, um, What's the point of bringing it, him back?
0: Uh, well, they wanted to bring back the character, but the actor is a pedophile, so they... Um, oh, good! They, uh, they decided not to get him out of prison um, uh, <laughs> Okay, we we'll get you
1: out of prison, but just for this role, okay? Mm.
0: And you have to promise not to be a pedophile. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, so... Following just the logic of what uh, Dennis Nedry was actually trying to do, if he managed to survive and escape Jurassic Park, he would have completed his sale with Dodgson and the proprietary dinosaur formula would have leaked to competitors creating a movie I've dubbed Jurassic Park's. Uh, or Jurassic Worlds, depending on what you want to do. Jurassic Park, baby. Um, and I think this would actually lead into Jurassic World Dominion in a much nicer way, as instead of an onslaught of dinosaurs from like one source, it's like there are now multiple parks. Say there's multiple parks around America where dinosaurs can Mm. now escape from and maybe there's some kind of terrorism of releasing the dinosaurs on the world or or maybe they all it all goes wrong predictably at the same time you know like that this is this feels like um the second best idea for a jurassic park movie and they've made five others without doing this idea yet
0: (laughs) yeah So it actually turns out Cameron Thor, who plays Dodgson in the original film, is probably going to get out of prison around the same time Jurassic World Dominion comes out. Oh, well, why
1: not just do it? You know, we need to learn to separate the art from the artist. (laughs)
0: Like he might be able to go to the premiere. Um, I
1: love that, calling it art. Like it's like... (laughs) Like his role as Dodgson was like, higher.
0: Yeah, he's apparently going to be the main antagonist in Dominion, which is interesting. It
1: feels like you can just make a new character for that. I don't know. Why what, it like, to
0: shouldn't the dinosaurs be the main antagonist? <laughs> <laughs> okay, what if uh, this is from uh, Josh Monson from Pop Culture on Discord he says, "What if Beethoven was a pit bull?" And he's and Craig actually expanded, not not Josh. <laughs> so Craig says, "Imagine the scene: the kid is trying to sleep." Uh, to keep the pit-, pit bull a secret but it keeps making noise charles groden bursts into the kid's room a split second after the kid throws the blanket over pit bull and demands to know what the noise was the kid says nothing dad but then we hear mr worldwide from under the blanket
1: <laughs> i love this this joke but i will say um i could see um something like the opposite of the jaws effect happening if beethoven was a pit bull like mm. It's a pit bull, and therefore the like public's perception of pit bulls is softened, and we don't right. have this like stigma against pit bulls now. You know, maybe, maybe, mm. maybe that could nice. be a possibility.
0: G bootchold, jabchold, mm-hmm. I've um, discovered. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. On Discord, said, What if Rocky died and Apollo Creed became the focus of the films from that point on? Obviously, a reference to Rocky 4, which we covered last week on the podcast, um, yeah. along with all the other Rocky movies. Um, okay, so I've said. Um, Ivan Drago arrives in America as a new boxer and challenges Balboa to a match to prove his strength. In this one, Balboa is still very much riding the high of three. He thinks he's completely infallible. He takes the challenge immediately without properly training and ends with his death in the ring. Apollo Creed is shattered to his very core, thinking that he could have ended the fight. Mm. He challenges Drago himself. Creed becomes the laughing stock of the world um, as this over-the-hill boxer, Taking on a man who just killed the heavyweight champion of the world. Through various training montages, he gets his strength and speed back up. In the final match, it becomes clear that it wasn't enough. With Creed oh, no. up on the ropes, standing upright but barely conscious, uh, Duke throws in the towel, realizing there is more to life than winning a boxing match. Because of this, the Cold War does not end, and to this day, Germany is divided into East and West. Um, in, in, in real life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> decades later a film called Creed is released mm. uh, it's about an aging Apollo Creed suffering from a degenerative brain disease something not dissimilar to Parkinson's It's a man known for once being the most powerful man in the world, dealing with his own mortality. He is visited by a son born of a love affair who wants to be a boxer and and who wants to get to know his father before he passes away. With Apollo's help, Creed Jr. is able to achieve the title of heavyweight champion of the world because as Apollo Creed sees the story uh, in the first movie of a new franchise, you always win (laughs) the boxing match. Mm.
1: Um, (laughs) I love it. Very nice. Yeah.
0: Do you like the the, the real that like the Cold War never ended in real life?
1: Yeah, yeah. So like, therefore, in real life, Roggy Four actually did influence the end of the Cold I War. I think it
0: absolutely did.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Um, Dante on Discord uh, said, "What if Alfred was a Kiwi?" And I included this because I thought we could say some fun, do some fun mm. Alfred lines in our accents, just to just to satiate this <laughs> yeah. this request. So um um let me let me pull up the monologue he does in the I Dark failed Horus. you
0: Master White. <laughs> we
1: got the Kiwi <laughs>
0: um, So he'd be like the bandit had been a tangerine.
1: Yeah it was a tangerine. Uh, I'm gonna look at Alfred Tangerine the, monologue. The
0: Tangerine Night is one of the funniest YouTube videos I've ever seen. <laughs> that and the one of the guy doing akinator for his uh waifu. <laughs> <laughs> Those are my two favorite YouTube videos. There'll be a link to them in the show notes. <laughs> um says the guy who doesn't do the show notes.
1: All right, here's the quote in in a New Zealand accent. Uh, with respect, Master Wayne, perhaps this is a man you don't fully what understand either.
0: What is this voice you the fuck is this?
1: <laughs> <laughs> do you want me to do Rhys Darby or do you want me to do uh, <laughs> Invercargill? Yeah, what do, you yeah do. Invercargill. <laughs> a long time ago, I was in Burma with my friends and I uh, working for the local government. They were trying to buy the loyalty of tribal leaders uh, by bribing them with precious stones. But their caravans Stanks. were being raided raided in a forest north of Rangoon uh, by a bandit. So we went looking for the stones, but in six months, we never met anyone who had traded with them. One day, I saw a child playing with the ruby the size of a tangerine, the size of a kiwi fruit. Uh, the bandit had been throwing the stones away. and so, so why steal them? Well, because he thought it was good sport because some men aren't looking for anything logical like money they can't be bought bullied reasoned with or negotiated with some men just want to watch the world burn there you go that is what if alfred was a kiwi (laughs) Um, and on this similar note both scott curry on facebook and mike noise on discord suggested uh what if batman and superman's mothers had different first names or what if batman never learned superman's mum was also named martha which is like an obvious silly like you know, making fun of the movie—that is a very interesting "what if" though, because it means Batman would kill Superman mm. in that in that moment. So,
0: mm, and then would yeah, be yeah. fucked when Doomsday comes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, Tom Katsumi on Discord um, suggested, uh, "What if the tablet from Night at the Museum got taken to Disneyland?" I thought this is a great suggestion um, because if you we haven't actually covered Night at the Museum on on the on the podcast yet, but if you haven't seen Night at the Museum, all the like statues and stuff are brought to life because of a ancient Egyptian tablet. Um, so this is something I could see happening like actually on disney plus because night at the museum is actually owned by disney now and i found this out that um i knew a revival was in the works but i didn't know how far along it was um do you know about this it's a cgi animated Mm. uh night at the museum kamun ra rises again um, so I don't have much else to say, just I could easily see a Night at Disneyland special get created in which the tablet brings all the Disneyland robotics characters to life. I'd rather see that as a scary thing. I don't think Disney Plus would. Oh, maybe they'd have the sense of humor. No, probably not. They wouldn't want to like have like their brand recognition mm. tarnished by a scary Mickey Mouse, I guess.
0: Yeah, you could do, um, or just visit the Hall of Presidents.
1: Oh, there you go. Make them fight. Mm. Make them fuck. Mm. Mm.
0: (laughs) What if your favorite president was a bottom?
1: (laughs) Good news, he is. (laughs) They all were. Um.
0: Uh, So, uh, Dante... uh, quite quite uh smartly asked, what if the Jedi Council did grant Anakin the rank of master? And then mm. Zek from Southeast England quite dumbly asked, What if Anakin never became Vader? What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> um my apologies to Southeast <laughs> England. The whole the whole um quadrant. <laughs> so uh, don't actually expanded on it as well um anakin is actually respected as a valuable mirror of the jedi order so he doesn't get pushed away and into palpy's arms like he does in the movie instead he gets sent to kill grievous instead of obi-wan palpy doesn't execute order 66 the clones stay as the republic's army the republic win the war and palpy is finally booted from office officially ruining, ruining his plans the galaxy is saved and all mace window had to do was stop being a dick to anakin
1: again if they do star wars what if this will be the first fucking episode right like what if what if anakin was granted rank of master like Mm. surely that's that's the first what if you come up with (laughs) yeah
0: all right um so maltenello on instagram asked a few and i'm gonna take one of them Mm. um so the first of all is a bit of a (laughs) meme (laughs) <laughs> um, do you want to explain the the background? Yeah. So this?
1: when you when you post something on Instagram these days, the first comment you get will, will just be like bots spamming the same question. And in this case, we got um, promoted on reality records, and it's just like shut up shut up yeah. stop telling me i think I- it's
0: when you it's when you like um do the hashtag podcast or something. yeah like yeah,
1: that. yeah yeah um so uh Martinello began with what if at cold pops promoted on reality records which is very funny um and continued with jokes aside there's a few of their ones um what if the terminator got sent back in time to kill a ptsd ridden john rambo before he is a child what if will smith played neo in the matrix and the one that you've expanded upon richard what if iron man turned out to be a box office disaster
0: okay so iron man is a box office bomb one of the biggest of all time tony stark's cameo is removed from the incredible hog which was due to come out six weeks later mm-hmm. plans to build a universe are put on hold until they have an earth one two one eight iron man sized hit earth one two one eight being our reality mm. 2009 comes and goes without disney buying marvel Captain America comes out in late 2010, simply titled Captain America, not the first Avenger. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's not hugely successful, but outgrows Iron Man. Meanwhile, Sony is working on rebooting Spider-Man. Kevin Feige signs on as a producer while his universe is losing traction, leaving Ike Perlmutter in charge. Without desperately trying to play catch up and build their own universe, Sony takes more time developing their one and listens to the hashtag Donald for Spider-Man campaign. Donald Glover is cast as Spider-Man. Miles Morales is never created as a character. Wow. Donald Glover becomes an A-list actor and never makes Because of the Internet after uh, his first album Camp, stopping uh, Gambino from ever really hitting the mainstream. Over at Marvel, Perlmutter rushes an Avengers film into production with a lineup of Iron Man, Hulk, Cap, and Thor, who makes his debut in the film. The Netflix shows go ahead as they did in our universe, but are now folded into the ongoing film universe. The films are middling quality, but are continually churned out anyway, a la DC. There's no Guardians of the Galaxy in Phase 2 as they continually try and find the right safe choice to be, you know, their, their big. Mm -hmm. Um, tentpole uh the universe kind of just ends with a shrug after almost 10 years with no real hits
1: wow that's great man i like that how how, like how many threads you followed on that i feel like that's something we haven't seen marvel what if do quite yet we haven't seen we've only seen like these isolated stories we've yet to see um Mm. sort of like the the butterfly effect sort of you know i don't know yeah i think it's cool nice i like that a lot um thank you lotographia who on twitter who gave us a lot um but also david ross on facebook (laughs) um gave us a lot of ideas i should say um they these guys both suggested what if neo took both pills at the same time or what if neo had only taken the other pill would there be a new chosen one uh both of us are probably not familiar enough with the matrix of which was maybe the most popular ip that had what ifs based around it they were suggesting yeah
0: I'm just so I've seen the mat- I've seen the Matrix don't get me wrong I've only seen the first one yeah same um, but not in maybe like 15 years
1: yeah um, so and I don't know I just thought uh, the idea of Neo taking both pills at the same time was very funny and is also a lyric from Robbie Williams's Rude Box where he sings take both pills fuck the Matrix <laughs> <laughs> so that's, that's that's the answer to that question you fuck the Matrix um, and Lottagraphia on Twitter also asked uh, what if Avatar 2009 had left any kind of cultural impact or any kind of impact on legacy or our culture. It was such a big thing at the time, but there's now not even a single meme. If there were to be a meme derived from Avatar 2009, what if would it be? Uh, and I, just, I think this is a really funny what if to propose because it's it's like... Can you please come up with a meme? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Richard, can you quickly quickly come up with a meme based in avatar? I reckon like um something to do with the like here sex, tendrily thingies. That that would yeah, be a meme. Yeah, it'd be
0: like when when you, you uh, your, your you girl know, and she when keeps I sucking.
1: your girl your girl when you when your girl. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and um, for the final one that I'm going to expand upon, uh, Vinnie Unit 1, Horny Jail Warden on Discord suggested, what if that one Pixar animator didn't have a spare copy of Toy Story 2? Referring, of course, to this famous piece of trivia where um, during the production of Toy Story 2, a like faulty update or something started deleting. Uh, so,
0: so, yeah, someone accidentally ran the uh, code. It's mm. like a three-digit thing um keyboard shortcut that fucking wipes everything.
1: Yep, so they they lost all like over half of Toy Story 2 that was made at the time, but luckily one of the animators had it backed up on her computer because and- she was
0: working from home after giving birth.
1: Yeah, and so they were able to save it. So, what if she didn't what if she didn't back it up um <laughs> so if toy story 2 got deleted i could see pixar either missing their deadline to hand in the film or producing like a rushed lesser quality version of the film which being their third film at the time that only done toy story in a bug's life i could see this event causing pixar to fall out of like very er- a very early defeat for pixar meaning like they don't mm. they aren't if they fall out of favour with Disney and they aren't um, considered the, the gigantic, you know, production, successful pro- production company they are today, um, I think this could lead to two interesting possibilities. Um, Circle 7, which was the cancelled Disney subsidiary, which was started right. in pretty bad faith to create uh, Disney-owned sequels to Pixar properties, probably would have survived in this universe with their versions of Toy Story 3, Finding Nemo 2, and Monsters, Inc. Lost in Scaradice. Scaradice. Um, actually coming to fruition for better or worse. I say for better or worse because the cancelled Toy Story 3 I think is actually quite an interesting plot. Not better or worse than the movies we got, That's but it's the um Buzz uh, Lightyear gets buzz. Yeah, yeah, Buzz Lightyear gets recalled and they all have to go to Japan. There's no word, I don't think, on what Finding Nemo 2 would have been. But there is a, there is like somewhat of a synopsis on Monsters Inc. Lost in Scaradice, I think. But the other option of what could happen now is that um and this is wider than Disney is perhaps perhaps it's not about what disney would grasp onto but it's actually about a world without pixar would allow for other animation companies to rise up and take the place of the industry leader whether that be a disney subsidiary or not um which is why i think richard if toy story 2 got deleted aardman animations would have landed a lot more gigs in the early 2000s and the likes of wallace and gromit and sean the sheep would be far more universally beloved properties than they are now they are loved now but i'm talking like yeah. mickey mouse level of notoriety you know um and they would eventually be bought out by disney i think disney would, would be like well you're the you're the winner of the you that's because it's, it's evolution it's battle survival of the fittest you know um so mm. so disney would buy them ultimately resulting in uh sean the sheep turning up and doctor strange in the multiverse of madness and wallace and gromit joining your party in kingdom hearts 3 um so that's what what if (laughs) um and speaking of kingdom hearts um we have you can
0: read this one because
1: (laughs) (laughs) we have timar tarbor at one two three on discord um suggested a very long um what if that i'm going to read out as like a thank you for putting in the effort but i have no idea what you're talking about (laughs) um he said what if marluxia this may be spoilers if you're playing kingdom hearts one, two, or three. Chain of way. Memories. Chain of Memories. It is too. The DS one that nobody played. Uh, what if Maralaxia. But it's still like important to the yeah, lore. Yeah, it's still important it's, to it's, the. Yeah. Kingdom Hearts is fucked up. What if Maralaxia was successful in brainwashing Sora in Kingdom Hearts Chain of Memories? This is what he's written. This is the changed timeline. Maralaxia probably orders Sora to kill Donald and Goofy. <laughs> Imagine knowing nothing about Kingdom Hearts. Or <laughs> uh, going off Zexion's fate, we also probably see an. Or- or- an organization 13 civil war with several casualties i suspect demonix and zigbar are the main victims as they are shown to be the weaker flunky members of kingdom hearts 3 not demonix and zigbar um as we learn in the reverse rebirth mode (laughs) okay as we learn in the reverse rebirth mode storyline around the same time Sora was in the realm of darkness slash castle oblivion the main setting of chain of memories Riku was in another part of the castle dealing with with Ansem seeker of darkness's heart attempting to reprocess his body making him full fall into darkness it's possible richard i don't want to get too wild but it is possible after seeing sora fall this might make him fall back into ansem's control him being riku i think in this context if i can understand (laughs) english correctly um this is this also likely means mickey mouse gets stranded in the realm of darkness uh, mickey might be able to track down aqua to make riku come to his senses aqua snaps riku out of it riku goes even more edgelord and guilty since he failed twice to ansem's darkness and aqua informs riku and mickey, uh, mickey of the fate of terra and ven they may or may not put two and two together regarding apprentice An hort and terra Kyrie might be able to use her princess or of heart abilities to get the trio out of the realm of darkness. Aqua Miki Riku Zion, who doesn't need to sacrifice herself right away, but yeah because Sora is fucked um, Axel and Roxas might be enough to ambush Xemnas and break off Terra from Xenohort's heart procession. Pre- Sora probably takes Terra's place as one of the 13 Darknesses um, Marluxia probably completes the artificial kingdom hearts with, with the Sora puppet, whoever survives the org civil war realises that nobody's nobody's don't have hearts thing was a Xemnas lie Marluxia could use the fake kingdom hearts to kill his Xenohort zehan hort heart fragment meaning zehan hort's kh3 scheme fails before it began he might voluntarily free sora at that point aqua and terra get ven out of the coma and revive the land of departure
0: oh, yeah
1: isn't it interesting reading something you don't understand and not knowing if this is brilliant or dog shit you could be not either it, yeah <laughs> Mason, yeah
0: <laughs> All right, so this one was sent in to us by Richard from Cult Popshire. Thank you. Wait,
1: wait wait wait, 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 just a minute. What if Richard uh, suggested his own "what if" to end the show on?
0: <laughs> so I said, "What if uh, Jesse was killed by Turk at the end of season one of Breaking Bad? Something that famously almost happened, but due to the writers' strike and the uh, chemistry between uh, the two actors, uh, mm. it was it was held off." Um, there actually is. Um, like uh vince gilligan did have his own answer to this so Mm -hmm. i will say that and then do mine Uh, so one of gilligan's early ideas before the pilot was that jesse pinkman would get killed in season one walt so filled with rage with the drug dealer responsible would go out for revenge walter would lock him up in a basement torture him every day removing his toes one by one and cauterizing the wound with a blowtorch so he wouldn't bleed out Walter would give the drug lord a way out. A trip wire connected to a shotgun pointed at him uh, would finally give him relief from the pain, but the drug lord, being so badass, would never take that option out. This would continue for weeks until Walter Jr. would discover him and try to help. The drug lord, realizing this was Walter's son, would pull the trip wire, killing them both. Obviously a horrible suggestion. Um... <laughs>
1: yeah it's really interesting hearing like brilliant writers first ideas and being like maybe everyone can be a brilliant writer
0: (laughs) yeah yeah uh so my my version of events walt having lost his connection to the world of drugs continues to cook on his own but is overcome with guilt jesse's death is reported on the news uh, whom skylar recognizes as walt's drug dealer because if you remember in season one and um, mm-hmm. Walt says his connection to Jesse yep. that he sold him weed she agrees to not tell Hank their connection as Jesse's death was found to be at the scene of a drug deal gone wrong um, and so to not you know implicate Mm. walt after some ego bullshit whatever um walt decides he needs to keep going with what he's doing now taking combo badger and skinny pete under his wing as his connection to the drug world similar to season two they're able to have a little network going for a while before one of them is robbed with no one uh willing to get the money back the gang dissolves walt now sitting on a ridiculous amount of meth with nowhere to distribute it turns to the cartels offering to be their cook uh you know and tries to cut a deal with them uh, obviously being a drug cartel they're not going to cut a fair deal so they kidnap him and force him to cook uh, until he dies um you know similar to uh Jesse in uh, the end of the series mm-hmm. uh when Walt goes missing Hank Hank and Skyler obviously lose their shit um and eventually would find uh, Walt's location Uh, Finding the broken shell of a man cooking crystal meth for a cartel, Hank rescues Walt from his prison and he is taken to a hospital where he dies surrounded by his family.
1: Interesting. So it's like a worse course of events, but leads to like a more fulfilling death. Well, I don't know if it's a more fulfilling death for Walt, but yeah no that's cool that's it is interesting to take something like breaking bad which is such a um, protagonist focused show and be more like what if it's an ensemble show almost like what if Mm. everyone can become the main character yeah it's a good idea cool well hey those were the best ones that we thought from our suggestions but i we can go through some honorable mentions here just to end the show on um ones that that i either didn't we didn't feel like we could expand on, or just thought were interesting ideas. So why why don't we just read them um, one one at a time each, and maybe do some some wacky commentary if we see mm. fit. Um, so you, do you want to go first? All
0: right. So what if the robots built the Matrix to reflect a different time period, like the Renaissance, instead of nineteen ninety nine? That's from Magic Three TV Pod on Twitter. Uh, that's a great suggestion. Yeah, it? I think so too. I think, that's and again, it. that's one that like if I had. Mm. more knowledge of the matrix um yeah but that's yeah that's Mm. a a cool idea that like just making the matrix a period piece
1: if anything 1999 is a bad time to set the matrix because that's when people understand technology enough to be able to mm, work it out yeah, and conceptualize yeah. what the Matrix is. Uh, Carlisle from those two times on Discord says, what if Truman decided to stay in the show as a participant, but now he knows everything is fake? Um, yep, that's that's an interesting idea. That's a fun idea.
0: Uh, being close on Facebook, what if Sam wasn't trimming the verge when Gandalf was talking a good deal about a ring and a Dark Lord and something about the end of the world?
1: So this is this is a good idea, but I think the the what if answer is like, Sauron wins. Like, because Sam's the reason that Frodo isn't lost to the ring. Um, It's just like, I I thought about expanding on this one, but I thought it's the answer's just... Yes, Sam's Sam's the unsung hero of Lord of the Rings. Yeah, like you know, like mm. he is the key to all, the whole thing, basically. Um, Scott Curry on Facebook said, "What if the courier delivery guy at the end of Seven couldn't find the address, so it's just returned to Depot?"
0: Like again, this is one that's like it's obviously a, a silly suggestion, but it do, it would mean like it would completely ruin Kevin Spacey's plan.
1: Yeah, his very tenuous plan that that very easily could not work out. Yeah. <laughs>
0: What if Michael's wife didn't die in The Godfather? Um, that's from Joss Monson from cop, pop culture.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, he probably wouldn't become the Godfather.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: uh, Luke Tourette's on Discord and Scott Door Eleven on Instagram uh, suggested, uh, "What if Marty McFly made his dad fall in love with him?" Slash, "What if Marty fucked his mum and became his own dad?"
0: Uh, the, what if very Marty McFly intriguing ideas? Yeah, made <laughs> his dad fall in love with him. I almost elaborated. I started to, and yeah. then I swapped it for the um, birth of Christ one um Mm. at like half an hour before we started recording um (laughs) because i just couldn't think of one but it's a good suggestion yeah uh lotographia on twitter said what if groundhog day happened on thanksgiving (laughs)
1: it'd be called thanksgiving um at fred jones fan on twitter said what if the mayor and jaws the mayor and jaws sorry uh let them close the beaches yeah i mean you would have you would lose a crucial component on what makes that film's log line so goddamn compelling but you you could do
0: that yeah (laughs) (laughs) um uh, admiral whiskers from stockholm on discord says what if voldemort chose neville instead of harry as his adversary
1: so uh, really interesting to bring Neville into this conversation because there is the whole the the classic, you know, a lot of people think the original plan was that Neville was the chosen one. Um, hmm. I know that's not what Admiral Whiskers is actually saying. Um, but it, again, it is like if there's a Harry Potter What If series, this has got to be one of the first ones, either that that yeah. classic one or this one, because I think if Voldemort chose Neville, um, instead of Instead of Harry, oh, as his adversary, I—I've misread it. I was thinking, what if Voldemort chose Neville instead of Draco as his like ward? Um, because if, mm. if Voldemort chooses Neville instead of Draco, I think Voldemort wins. Because I think Neville is actually the ally's secret weapon. I know this isn't what He's she He's the Samwise Ganji of Harry yeah, Potter. Yeah, <laughs> um, Zeke from Southeast England on Discord said, what if there were two rings to rule them all? Which I thought was a, definitely, again, another, I could see this being an actual episode of a what if show.
0: Mm. Uh, Mike Kevin on Twitter says what if Dr. Grant cloned himself with a velociraptor to make himself a super sun progeny?
1: Does this happen in the first movie or the, the second movie? <laughs> <Like> how, <far, laughs> how many Jurassic Park movies do we get before this this? Well it was supposed to be visited. the
0: fourth one the, the original right. plan for oh, the fourth yeah, one was yeah, the yeah, dinosaur human yeah. hybrids so.
1: yeah. um, and final final honorable mention Mike Noyes on Discord suggested what if Charlton Heston never realised they blew it up? Which again it's he's he's being being comical with his with his the way he's written it but like yeah what if uh what's his name Taylor is it Brent or Taylor mm. <laughs> <laughs> um didn't didn't find the Statue of Liberty and it's like that probably does drastically change if he if he never finds out it was earth all along you know
0: that probably wouldn't have had the simpsons episode
1: and and the world wouldn't have been blown up in the second one
0: hmm yeah well that's all we've got time for here <laughs> on the cop <Cop-Oshie> podcast <laughs>
1: i think this was a fun fun episode i really enjoyed doing mm. this and i think um yeah,
0: someone animate the episodes
1: <laughs> yeah yeah exactly someone
0: script and animate higher voice actors and make one of these episodes.
1: I would love for people to get on the Discord and discuss this episode with us and sort of discuss either our ideas or pitch your own versions of other... or You know, like like this could be a fun... Mm. This could be its own podcast series, I think, if,
0: if we were oh, that absolutely. kind of podcast. Oh, Probi- absolutely it could.
1: It probably is um so yeah thank you very much for listening everybody and and as we said you can hop on the discord uh to discuss this episode with us there is a link to that in the show notes as well as a link to our patreon patreon.com slash and a link to those
0: two youtube videos i mentioned
1: yes sure if you want to send them to me i'll chuck them in the in the show notes oh, um, as well as be in there then. <laughs> it's all the social medias that you can find us on including Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. Um, We're cult popular everywhere. Um, and yeah, we'll see you next week for the uh, Chronicles of Riddick oh, trilogy. Yeah, I should watch those. Yeah. Yeah, you should. <laughs> cool. Goodbye, All right. everybody. Okay, welcome along everybody to the post credit scene. This is a segment at the end of each episode where if you donate $5 or more over at patreon.com slash Show, you get to give us something to talk about And this, is the post credit scene. Wouldn't it be funny if this this week's question was just like a what-if, but they had to pay to mm. submit it? <laughs> Everyone else is doing it for free.
0: Uh, all right, this one comes to us from Vincent Busso in uh, Germany. Uh, dear boys dear boys my my dear dear boys uh i have lived i live my life fueled by other people confirming my opinions and since richard is a big fincher fan i have high hopes for this one fight club is a perfect movie in which every scene tightens the atmosphere and escalates the story flawlessly the actors the music the editing the pre two cgi it's all seamless and fincher is great as almost always so what do you think
1: Sounds like it's a question for you, buddy. It doesn't sound like he's asking me.
0: Uh, um, so, uh, yeah, I, I, Fight Club's an incredible movie. Um, uh, yeah, fantastic movie. And it's one of those ones that it's become like a, you know, people misread it. And I hope that's not what you're doing, Vincent. Uh, <laughs> um, um, but, yeah, yeah is, is
1: Fight Club your favorite movie in a good way or a bad way? <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Um, but, yeah, I would say, though, that I'm one of the rare people that thinks the book ending is better. Better?
1: I, I like both endings. I don't know if I prefer one.
0: Yeah, I've, I've never been in love with the, the ending. Have you actually read the book, or do you just know the ending? Yeah, no, I've, I've read the book, yep. oh, yeah. Um, a rare yeah.
1: example of me reading a book. <laughs> oh, yeah, uh,
0: yeah I, I, I really like the book, and I actually I think I prefer the book ending. I've Yeah, I've never loved the like I, I don't love the ending as much as, as people seem to.
1: I think I love it filmically but not necessarily narratively like I yeah. love I love the pixie song playing I love the buildings exploding I love how that looks visually and I, I really like the line of dialogue you met me at a very strange time in my life I think that's really mm. beautiful um, yeah but I understand why you might prefer the book ending
0: yeah, I'd also be yeah, I'd be curious to know, Vincent, if you have read the book and what you think of of how it comes. I also the the way that he meets, um, Tyler Durden in the book is it's a it's a it's a lot more like pretentious and kind of fits with the character of Tyler Durden. But I don't know how much it, how well it translates to screen. But um, that's really nice. Uh, but in the book, but also the the Fight Club two. Did you ever read that?
1: Uh, no, I'm a, I'm a somewhat aware of it. I,
0: I I've got like the first five issues or something like that, and then yeah. I think I. Uh, yeah, no, I just didn't have any money to keep buying the issues. So I just never read any more of it. But apparently it was quite bad. Um, but, yeah, so there you go. That's my thoughts on Fight Club. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm.